hungry. hungry. Run, run the track. Darling, there's only one God. The Dirty Bag Podcast is your virtual check-in spot to celebrate the highs, unpack the lows, and sort through the in-betweens of life. It's a place to laugh, cry, self-correct, and cut up. I'm your host, Cookie, and I'm in these grown folk trenches right along with you. Well, darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only Welcome to the Dirty Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Cookie, and thanks for tuning in today because I feel like we need to relax. You know, take a load off, giggle again, and have some girl talk. So y'all know how I am about laughing to keep from lifing, because that's the focus today. And I got a comedian here in Dallas, Debbie, just joining me in the studio. And we just going to chop it up with y'all. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, girl? Girl, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. It's what? Wednesday is 420. I'm chilling. Nobody has been talking about the fact that it's 420. That's because everybody doing cocaine now. <laughs> just, just so we're clear. I'm just saying, but I still smoke. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? What? I don't know how to smoke weed. Well, then you need to holler at me because I'll show you. I do what you need to know. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I always burn my throat. Like, I didn't try weed until, I want to say, 2015. Oh, it was real commercial body, and it was real designer 2015. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yo, throw me burning? No, like, I don't, I think I smoke it the wrong damn way. You do, way. you be smoking too hard if you if your throat burning. It's levels to it. I'll teach you, you want to learn? We can go slow. I do. We can start off with, like, um, <laughs> with, like, a quick, like, a little one hit. We can do, like, a little pipe. I ain't going to take you too fast. Or if you want to join I ain't going to take you too fast because we got edible. Damn, I left my edibles in the car. See, I'll do edible. This That's the only thing I would do. But I got an edible story. So See? I just feel like the ganja, all of it, we just might not be for me. And here's why. So on my birthday, this was 2016. When your birthday? My birthday is the first day of summer, June 21st. Okay. Gemini okay. Cancer Cuss, little psychopath, you know. Okay. <laughs> it's unstable. <laughs> but I had a party. And okay. somebody brought this country-ass white girl. Mm. And she brought some peanut butter fudge with her. Yeah. But here's the deal. Did she have box burning? It was, I mean, <laughs> it was them homemade uh, mayo locks. So she had dreadlocks. Okay, okay. Hold up. She so trusted the process. She had the dreadlocks, and this peanut butter fudge was so damn good. Mm. So we, we in my little VIP section. We throwing food. this shit back like we ain't had a meal. Okay, cool. We got the drinks flowing. We taking shots. It take a minute to kick in, though. Here's the deal. So we twerking the night away. We good. We sweating. When I tell you, when we walked outside and hit the air, bodies start fucking dropping like flies. <sighs> no. She made them at home? She grows her own shit. Oh, do you know if it's indo or is it outdo? What the fuck is outdo? <laughs> <laughs> Who though? Well, I mean, they growing it outdoors, I think. You can grow weed indoors? Mm-hmm. It's a whole pro. I'm your girl. Listen, it's levels to it. I'm not going to incriminate myself, but girl, let me know if you want to know. 
You can grow wait, 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 I know. I came to my car. My girl was trying to holler at this little dusty ass nigga. Mm. I right, bitch. I ain't no salt in your game. And I remember saying, "Trees, help me." Like I just knew that I didn't have it together. And us thing I know. Body was <laughs> for I started throwing up okay. all over. And I and I heard somebody yell out, "Best night ever!" So they sitting here watching they watching me i just know that i threw up about seven times somebody got me in a car my mm. eyes was closed i heard a dude call out one of my friends telling her she was a horrible friend and she was like fuck you i'm trying to help the other one so about three of us lost it and there were only two sober ones that had to step in and save everybody so it was rough all you i said this was in 2016 this was in 2016 oh, that's what that serious. means i just was trying to see how long ago this was you got PTSD about it? You gonna do some drugs with me? Here's my thing, cause I moved here and y'all something else too. A girl I know from high school makes edibles, and my cousin make edibles. But here's the deal: her edibles made my neck heavy. Mm, that might it be was like a, an indica. It was a honey. Ooh, okay. But see, you got you got. You can have like food, food, or you got like maybe a drizzle over your food, but then they got it where it's like infused in there. It was there infused. Drinks. It was infused honey, and when mm. I tell you like. I was trying to hold my neck up, and I'm like, it did what it but needed to do. When you fight it, that's the high itself. Like, I'm not going to sleep. Mm -mm. I'm not. I'm gonna huh? hold my head up. I'm. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not gonna fight that. Mm -mm. That's when you get in the high. Because if you just go to sleep, then you just could have took some melatonin. But it's so strong, you want to go to sleep because you can't take it. If my neck is too heavy, then you need to just find another position. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Clearly, the position you was in, you had to hold your neck up. You need to find a way to keep your neck steady without holding it up. <laughs> See, that's that hot neck shit. I just, I think that I'm not good at it. But every time I burn my lip and I use that little cute little pipe, mm. I just decided that weed is probably not. I'm just but you edible. But you can do edibles. They're definitely edibles. They have drinks. There's candy. I mean, to each its own. But y'all fucking it up because y'all throwing it in like regular food, like greens and pot pies and shit and turkey. I don't want edible neck bones. Mm. So well, don't I don't get edible neck bones in. I want some edible neck bones. I don't want no turkey necks though. But I eat some edible neck bones mm. with some hot sauce. What's your worst for twenty? Well, I mean, it ain't have to be today. But what's your worst weed story? My worst weed story. Mm. It's a couple of them, and they all involve <laughs> the police. Yeah, because as far as just, you know, smoking, it's always going to be a good time. Fuck 12. But we, you know what I'm saying? Out of the way. <clears throat> but, listen, they made me pull it out and step on it. They was like, come on over here to the, I didn't get a ticket, so it could have been worse. But I definitely had to, like, pull out my pack, and then they was, you know, officers of color. So they was like, uh-uh, come here. Now step on it. And I had to smush it with my foot in the grass. Because they said they knew I was going to come back and get it once they left. And I was. Some hating ass motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes the black house be even worse. Like, well, who are you trying to perform for right now, cuz? Listen, cuz that Because you going to probably, you got something in the car, too. Period. And it took you home. 
But yeah, them I'm gonna say that's gonna be the worst if I had to get rid of it. Like I had to squash it. If I had to eat it before they got me, that's different. Cause I'm still get that hot. But if I gotta like step on it and smash it, mm, that's no good. I want all of it. That's why you gotta travel with small portions enough that you okay with having to pull out or eat real fast. See, this is why I'm not about that life. I I just feel like you, you better give me, me a, a snack. Just give me give me a little snack that I can handle, and we should be fine. We can drink alcohol. That's fine. I do, but I'm trying to calm down on that. I'm like mm. trying to figure out what my liquors are now. Like, mm. what's what's gonna cause me to clown the least? To, mm, probably some brown. I brown, brown gonna have you chilling. Like you can do you a, a Hennessy, a Douce. You know the girls are drinking Douce now. If I do say so myself, so um, you can do Douce. You can do Hennessy. You can do some um, was it Cavassier? I never did Cavassier, but you know what? With uh, kitchen and cocktails being next door, one thing I've got familiar with is the Douce slush. That, that thing's thing dangerous good, though. But it's so good. It's so good. It's real good. Mm-hmm. It is, but it's trying. That's one of them. What you doing at ten a.m. text drinks? I feel. And like. at ten o five, you better be in the responding because if I'm having to go to the Rolodex, five. What we doing? What we doing? <laughs> what we doing? What we doing? <laughs> Listen, I'm. it hold up. So speaking of which, so okay. I met your ass at the open mic night. I walked in in the middle of your set. 1001 Uptown. First of all, that it was real night. cute. It was real cute. That was my first time being there too, and I was really excited. I was really excited. But yeah, I cut you off. I'm listening. No, I walked in just as you was talking about your dating story. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which one? Baby, <laughs> dating in Dallas, um, that in itself, um, it's interesting. And I could only imagine where you walked in on that set, but uh, it was all the truth. It was all my real life. It was not fabricated. I may have put five on a hundred, but it was a hundred already. I can't make. I cannot make it up. I cannot make it up. You do. Oh, you didn't try to see. You braver than me. Most of y'all are because you did the online. Well, you know now. I guess like you know, just it's twenty twenty two. We've been sheltered in place for a while. And now a lot of things are so digital to where I it, it's a normal. But also my friends would tell me that they'd be like, Debbie, you just meeting strangers. I'm like, but you meet strangers anywhere. And I meet strangers for a living. Like I never quite meet a stranger. Within a good, you know, five to seven minutes, I'm gonna know what I need to know. That's about it. Five to seven minutes. Five, okay, maybe nine to twelve, depending <laughs> on, you know. But yeah, about five to seven, I'm gonna know what I need to know. What type of questions is you asking? Just good ones, and sometimes it seems a little too intense. I mean, you know, I want us to know your um, your birthday. Um, where are you from? What's your mom's name? <laughs> your mom's name makes a big difference, you know. You out here asking folks they mama name? Yeah. In five minutes. Yeah, if they say something about that mom, my mama told me, so, <laughs> what's your mama name? I make it casual. It's not all interrogating or nothing like that. But, <laughs> you know, I'm really um, eloquent with my words. You know, I, I'm tactful. <laughs> so it's real comfortable. And a lot of times that's a, that's a problem because I'm too good at small talk and scratching the surface 
and getting to know somebody real quick. But, you know, people have those answers either already ready or it gives them, you know, the fumbles. Right. So, because I just can't. I think the last time I tried online dating was like 2012. It was on Plenty of Fish. The dude had a that picture that still, was like 10 still, years old. And that that's POF? That's the one where the, um, I think it took over for, what was it? Uh, but back black back page back page. Where they I don't know nothing about that. Back girl, back page was like uh, I think it was the black market for Craigslist where you would buy hookers or whores. Okay, so I had a sex worker um last season, so she did mention some stuff back about page. that. Yeah, back page used to be a thing, but they shut it down. And now, I, and I don't know all the ins and outs of prostitution. But I probably should learn because I think I be missing up on sugar daddies and prostitution offers. And I'm not saying I'm anti, but I don't know. You know, if if the opportunity presented itself at the right time in my life, hey. This is the way it was broke down to me because I had a part two. I had two different sex workers. So I had one that was in the streets like the drug, you know, the traumatic story. And then I had a white girl more of the OnlyFans era. Mm. So I got two different perspectives. And the way she broke it down was like, look, half of y'all out here giving it away for free anyways. You are getting nothing out of what you're dealing with. You're going to these (laughs) cheap-ass restaurants. So don't judge folks that are... If that, you might not even get you a Frosty from Wendy's playing with the right one. So, listen, that's why I feel like I'm not anti-sex uh, worker. If that's what you, you know, you've capitalized on that coochie, that's your business. Absolutely. Really, can you teach me? Because right now I just got this one um, older gentleman of the the cockhead, and we don't engage because he – it gives me kind of heebie-jeebies a little bit. But he got this little chur, y'all. This chur. It's a queen in chur. And he wants me to sit on it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know this man from the man at the gas station. And he wants me to sit on this chur. And when I tell you, I am reluctant. I'm reluctant. Or is there going to be like a tip at the end on the nightstand? Do I ask for the money? Is this a part? Like, I need some answers. And... I yeah, it's not. That's just like you think the dominatrix and the BDSM. That that's a little more intense than you think. So I talk is he much. like your Christian Gray? Like you know, he got a little no, sex dungeon, or I he just got a special chair? I, I think I he need just some got context. A I, I do too. He just be like, I'm coming into town. I got my chair with me. It's a folding chair. I, I think it's compact. I think it's compact. I think you can a compact it. traveling yeah. sex chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm Girl, big, so I'm like, you want me to sit? That thing gonna collapse on your neck, and then you gonna be like, I need some of them edibles. He <laughs> he probably wants you on his neck. Listen. He probably do, but that must think his little thing don't work. Why you want me all at the top? You ain't gonna mm-hmm. hit the bottom for me. But you know, he's talking to himself because I ain't even responded. Coming into town. Hey, I'm thinking, batch. I'm coming into town. I've yet to respond to that man. Have you yet to drop your cash up? I have, and he didn't respond. <laughs> so I don't know. That's why I'm like, so is he going to have, like, cash, or is this, like, a, a hobby? Like, what we do? So I just don't want to do it. If ain't nobody talking about no coins, look, you on all this stuff. Or you, listen, I was just, and I don't know, I think, did I, was, I can't remember, because like I said, the sets are real life. So it may have been the, hey, you going to suck my dick? Or it might have been the boy that wanted to share a potato. I'm not sure. But they weird. They're weird. I'm yes. sorry. Did you say a potato? Uh-huh, from Papados. He wanted to share it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he didn't want to give you your own meal? No. He wanted us to share. 
Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. And I was picking him up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you out here playing Build-A-Bay. Listen, I ain't building them because clearly I ain't got one. It ain't working. But I be trying to be open and optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic when I'm out here in these streets. And I just, you know, I've learned to stop giving the benefit of the doubt, though. I stopped doing it. A spade is a spade. I don't know how to play it, but I got three in a, a maybe. <laughs> that's it. That's all I can tell you about spades. That's, that's it. But no, for real. they These men are just... Some walk says she should have beat your mama ass. They mama's ass needs to be beat. That was the line for me. I they say what you want about Summer Walker, but she 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 spoke she she spoke to the spirit on this album. When she well, I it was cool. It was cool. It was, it was all right. You ain't like it. It was okay. I didn't like that she did session thirty three because session thirty two is my favorite song, and thirty three wasn't that good. See, you don't even remember that song. Damn, I don't. See what? that part. Oh my, I'm, well, I'm sitting here like you got to listen to it. Listen to it tonight because session thirty two. real quick. What? Oh. Mm, 33, I don't know, but 32, um, that's the one which say, you don't know what love is if you don't put up a fight. You don't know what love is. I don't remember that shit. What? Oh, shit, that's my song. That's my song. And I don't know what love is because I'm not putting up too many fights. But, hey, um, that's that. Should you be fighting? Uh, shouldn't it be easy? Edda James says she wanted a Sunday kind of look. Girl, don't get me started. Don't I wanna um I wanna listen. I don't want no more tacos. I don't want no more two for twenties. I don't want none of that. Somebody Wait, made a I comment. I know a good taco spot. I, I love ta- tacos, but at this point, I, the price the price needs to go up. I feel like price wise, I don't want it to. I'm trying to live a life that isn't solely based on a price tag. Like you remember the old A what A Amex American Express? You remember them commercials? Yes. And they would give you all the different you know prices of stuff, but then the experience is what was priceless, right? That's how I feel about life. I can go and buy me you know Gucci belt. I can go buy me some Tory Burch little sandals, like what some Givenchy boots or something. But the experiences I have in those expensive things is what matters. And if I can't be comfortable and enjoy myself, then what is it about? Because I'm gonna remember how I felt. Those things will deteriorate. I'll go true. sell them or something. So I just feel like that's something big for me. Like as far as life goes, I want to have the priceless moments. So, I mean, if we going to pack a picnic and go to the park, let me get my Benadryl. I'm that girl. We can people watch. What the fuck I'm you not, need some Benadryl for? Girl, because I got allergies oh, and yeah, I'm going to be smoking. You know, we smoking at the park. Girl, you know, we smoking. <laughs> I need my Benadryl because I'm going to be sneezing, eyes running. I ain't going to be cute. Eyelash in my pocket. We're not doing that. <laughs> but, you know, but don't get me wrong. I want to go, you know, put my cute little boots on and go to the Dakota Steakhouse. I'm not lying. It's down off in the, apparently in the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like downtown Dakota Steakhouse. I heard about never mm-hmm. heard Dakota Steakhouse. I need to check it out. Apparently, has some good food, but you know, you got upscale taco places too. So, it's ways to do yeah. these things. I just know that, um, we can, you know, we can get to that point, we can build up to it. I don't want to meet you and then you want to be no, because we can go Dutch. I got my own money. Fuck that shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. At this point, I these these priceless moments you're talking about, and I love that, but it ain't happening. They ain't they ain't they ain't rocking the men and ain't men out here. So at this point, I'm at a stage now where you just pay for some shit. They not somebody tricking made a, Somebody made a comment, I think it was uh Tashara Parker on a page about mm-hmm. um going to Target, and I said, you know what? 
Target would be an amazing first date. Yeah. I said that I literally was oh just, my who God. was I talking to? I said that I was like, yeah, we can go to the grocery store for it. Cause you gotta be creative. Cause if you say, oh, let's go eat dinner. They, I ain't got it right now. I live my wallet at home. But you know, you might need to pick you up some tissue and a couple of, you know, mix and match things from the grocery store. Target. You know, I don't want to go to Walmart with you, but we can go to Baby, Target. Walmart ghetto is shit. I'm not going to stand there holding your hand, waiting for the girl to come unlock the door to get and the curling the, irons. Cause they locked on, everything up. Cause y'all still it. There. Nope. And you better stand there and let them find them curling irons on their receipt or they gonna hang you up at the door to get out. Yes. It's, it's crazy. Ghetto. It's it's ghetto as shit. I'm like, send me to the classy Walmart and I ain't found one. But uh, no. it's a nice one. Well, I look at I go to Sam's now. I just go to Sam's. Oh. I'm a central market girl. Well, you know, maybe we can have a date. No. What about sprouts? Do you like sprouts? I uh, sprouts ain't I ain't impressed with sprouts. I don't know. What about Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's got the cookie butter. Oh yes, yes, yes. And them seasonings, girl. What? I love them glass little. Yes, Trader Joe's does the thing. So we putting it out there. At this point, you trying to be creative. We ain't got to go to a restaurant. We can hella go to the grocery store. We can go to the grocery store. I'm a whole mama. So first of all, you need to be mindful of that when you asking for my time. So it needs to be beneficial. I mean, plants is, you know, you got to talk to them and shit, right? I need I was rubbing on my own. Yes, because she was drooping. I had to say, I need you to not die. That was me rubbing her leaves. So I'd have been like, stand up. And jump. <laughs> your knees weak. <laughs> stand up. <laughs> you got to speak hood life into your plants. <laughs> I'm going to try that and see. I'm going to see because the, the lullaby wasn't working. She still was drooping this morning. <laughs> Whatever. It's cool. It's it cool. is cool. But, okay, so then that's another thing. You got to let them know you're a plant mom. Do you put that in your bio on your dating? Um. You know what? I need to go and update my bio and I'll put that in there. Because I was listening to Larry June. You know who Larry June is? I don't. Love him. But Larry June has his song called Watering My Plants. And he was like, you got your new spot? Come on, let's go get you some plants. My kind of guy. Are you going to stick around and make sure that I don't kill him? Come on, come back and see me. Buy me plants. I'll invite you to my house. But just wanting to pull up and get your little sticky dick sucked, I don't want to do that. Ain't nobody trying to just, first of all. Yeah, that was all it. You brought that up. Mm, you I brought did. that up during your set. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I meant that because first things first, you can't be coming to me like we at Wendy's at the drive-thru. I want my dick sucked, rub on my Gucci a little bit, tickle them balls. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I, I ain't trying to eat your pussy. Wait. What you gonna do to reciprocate all of this glurp glurp 3000? They don't be knowing how anyway. Well, I can teach you. Let's this learn together. You're right. But they only want it. They, they, I just don't want to. I'm sorry. I, first of all, I be having on Fenty. I don't want to mess up my red lips. I mean, I'm not anti. It's I wasn't, but y'all don't deserve it. That part. But the thing is, though, and you know, I want, I want a bitch to love sucking dick. But why? Who are you? What did you do to deserve it? Because. I'm having a good time. I know you are, but then what about me? Where's my reciprocation? There is no, first of all, half of them don't, you know what I learned, and I said this before, it's the ones that talk the biggest that are usually the biggest disappointment. They have the most trash dick. Yeah. And then if you think about it, that the whole, uh, oh, what am I going to give you in reciprocation? I'm going to bust them, give you some good dick. 
No, no, no. That's because most of these girls aren't giving you satisfaction with that oral. So you want to get them rocks off. So, of course, you want your little pussy. That ain't helping me. You're getting the orgasm. Did you check to see if I nutty? Did you call it that little pussy? Yeah. Oh, did you see the uh, DJ Envy, I believe? He did an interview Lisa, with his wife. I, I did, and I can't believe they were there. Oh, you are not going to tell me that I was not laying down. What? You finna tell America. Now, where y'all came from, Will and Jada, talking about she said, all she said was it's important to communicate. So she really said what DJ Envy's wife should have did while y'all out here just paraphrasing niggas' words and shit. All I know is she said that she was doing him a favor by performing. We all do. The, the thing is, she said what a lot of women do. Folks be thinking, like he said, I thought I was, you know, daddy, this, that, and the third, because apparently he's packing, so he made the assumption that you packing, so she's happy. No. And you didn't no. stop to see what does she want? Does she like it? That's because she lamp? was. Uh, 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 uh. You should have said something. I, <laughs> hey, I need you to switch it around and move this leg over her. Help me help you. Because we don't think it's okay to give instructions, which is what Jada was telling everybody to do while y'all dragging that girl. She was saying that you can't expect somebody to understand what it is you like because most dudes it's don't. Y'all don't really know what y'all be doing. I'm sorry. Y'all don't know what y'all do. But you know, the thing about communication is comprehension. Because if I'm talking to you, but you don't understand, I'm still wasting my breath. That's why you got to have crowd participation. That's why you ask them, how many single folks in there? If no one says, hey, I'm not going to be talking to you about me and my dick sucking ventures. I mean, I might, but I'm not looking for a couple unless they buy me some. I think you did ask, like, any single folks in the building. It was about three. Folks don't be wanting to ask that. First of all, folks don't even be honest about the fact that they not single. So Dang. there's that. That's back to that Dallas uh, me shit. Me and my baby That's mama just Dallas roommate shit. Baby, y'all together. Is she pregnant right now? Yeah. Which our third baby? Yeah. Get off my phone. <laughs> oh, I, Jesus. Like, it's... It's hard out here. And I mean, I'm somewhere between I've accepted. I think I have to identify. I am not um, a stud, you guys. <laughs> I be having to let them know I'm not a stud. I'm not a stud, okay? Because I don't know. At first, I had a haircut at one point. It was cute. My fade was busting. I had one, too. Everybody got to have a fade at least Maybe that drop fade was real cute. And it was purple. It went into the pinks and stuff. I even had the bright. I'm not a stud. And I had this one man. That's a true story. We were, you know, trying to get to know one another. Like, we had a, you know, meet up. Well, where you from? How you doing? He failed to mention he had five kids. One of them was a week old. Why are you in my face smoking weed, sir? And I told you to bring me a pack of cigars. He brought about five open packs of cigars. You don't smoke, so you don't see the wrong in that. Because I'm sitting here like, if, you, if we come to a session... It's just etiquette. If I'm like, oh, yeah, pull up, bring some cigars. Everybody smoke backwoods now. That's fine. But even if you ain't bringing that, whatever you bringing, you bring a new pack of cigars, at least one. That's just like having an open condom saying, oh, I brought you something. I need a new one. Give me. I need a new condom for me and you. Don't give me no used ass cigars. It gave me, I picked these up from around the house. It was people here vibes recycled ass cigars what the fuck but anywho so he come with these piece and packs of, of cigars and he was like roll a blunt i'm like okay and it looked like he very much took that from his big homie it was just a quick little gram roll this up okay so we rolling up we smoking one of my friends did not want to smoke with him he took offense to that 
I don't know you. I don't want to smoke this weed with these pickup around the house ass cigars. What? So he heard to see me. You supposed to be talking to me, engaging with me. He out of nowhere. He had a bald spot in the middle of his locks too. Oh no. He did. It was a, he was trying to hide it with like a little ponytail. Maybe that one week old baby was stressing him out. I don't know. But he definitely <laughs> was like, man, say you a whole stud out here. What the fuck? And this was like me passing the blunt. And I was like, what? And he said it again. Man, you a whole stud out here. What the fuck? But I'm not. Why would we have been engaging? How would you have ended up here at my home or at the table with me smoking? Child. What made him even come out and say it is my question. I think he had an aha moment when he got to smoking. Because he literally was out of nowhere. Like, man. You a whole stud out here. What the fuck? Now, granted, I didn't have on any jewelry or anything, and I did have a haircut, but that don't make me a stud. I had a bra on, and my shirt was a little low cut. I don't um, know. I get hit on by the most feminine-looking women, so. I don't get hit on at all. And then once, <laughs> once the conversation comes, like, was they flirting with me? I don't know. Maybe like a week later, so whatever. Yeah, no. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard. I think, and that's another thing. But when you like, when you talking to cats and shit, do you mention it? I'm like, yo, I'm a comedian. I'm like, I'm kind of funny and shit. To see what, see how they might react to you or what they might be scared of you saying. Sometimes I do, but in a lot of instances, it's not what I lead with because they automatically think I'm gonna put them in the set. Don't put me in your set. You're not set worthy. Damn. <laughs> I said worthy. Or they or I think they're intimidated. Like, oh, she gonna crack a joke on me. And I don't like that. I do more of a feel good comedy. Like, if anything, I'm talking about myself and just my experiences. Okay. I'm never gonna point you out the crowd and talk about your back. You didn't do that. Yeah, no, nah, because I don't want nobody to do me like that. I always think about was that Norbert when he took when was it Dave Chappelle got to talking about him and caught him whoa and he talked about Jada too in that movie like he made them feel bad in the crowd like we coming to support you okay so that part right there because people always and this has been the big debate for the past month obviously that that's what it is it's comedy you gonna get roasted da, 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 da. but in my opinion i said this with the comedian i had on uh, mo hill some uh, weeks back is that you can also just be a talented comedian you don't necessarily have to make everybody the buddy of jokes exactly so and i i think that you have you know i guess different Styles or, or styles, but also there's a time and a place. So you got to kind of read the room on it. And right. if let's say you you ragging on let's say this this lady and she's on a date, her guy and you know Will and Jada that you know clearly still something they talk about. But it's like if if you making her uncomfortable, his his reaction is gonna be to defend her when you just doing your job. But you got to read the room and know. Okay, I didn't went too far. Maybe one or two jokes. Move on to somebody else. But you just no, like I didn't come here to get talked about. I came here to have a good time. Right. Well, even if that wasn't even a comedy set, and I think my thing is I got this thing about folks us doing us a certain way in front of white people. I feel like you should definitely read that room. This is just me. Like, yeah. hey, because then they think it's okay now. So exactly. I always think about that, too. Like, hey, watch that shit, cuz, because what you telling them, and then, of course, if I check you, they're going to be, they're going to side with you because they, you know, they like being, you know, they like laughing at it. Yeah. But I would agree with you. I mean, because I think about it like this. If you're in a room with your friends, 
and it's a group of people y'all really don't know y'all don't rock with like that it's you some saying shit you some don't personal, say it's some shit you don't say I yeah don't like you don't like that's just like how if we doing some family shit we can talk about family business. We doing family stuff. But once we get to bringing company and other people and so-and-so and a pastor and a neighbor from her, that ain't their business. So it's like at that point, if, and, and just in general, I feel having tech and tech and home training and just being able to, like you said, read a room. But people don't even have those kind of skills anymore. Like It's a skill. No, it is a, a skill. Like, even a conversation with somebody. Like, it's just some stuff you don't say. Like, I can tell you in a private setting, you got a boogie in your nose. Or it's a way to be like, no, no. But you don't just straight up at the dinner table with the 24 people say, Hey, yo, cookie girl, get that book up out your nose. Right. That ain't their business. And now it's like, I'm putting you on Front Street. You don't have a book in your nose, by the way. I'll be having them bitches, though. Sometimes I do, I too. Do. And I'm that friend. I'm <laughs> never going to not tell you about the kale in your teeth, that pepper on your tooth. We kale just had Alfredo. is the ops. We just had Alfredo. It's pepper on your teeth, baby. We finna go somewhere. Right. You got lipstick on your teeth. Like, you don't let your friends go outside, and you don't be with people that let you go outside. Right. I'm a big girl. You got to be mindful of the people you with. And some people will make you the butt of the joke. Some people do that to make themselves feel, feel better, better, though. That's so, so why I'm like, you, I watch that kind of company, Exactly. Though. And that's why you have to be clear about your boundaries. You yes. got to be able to communicate effectively. And if somebody can't take what you're telling them, then you got to look at, is it just me? Am I wrong? Is everybody mm. giving me the same reaction? Or is it really, they got me fucked up? Sometimes it got you fucked up. And I've kind of been in this place of, okay, I this past year, I'll say a year and a half, I really started setting boundaries. That's something I never really did before. Yeah. When you used to just let being a free-for-all for whoever. Yeah. So I noticed that, like, when you do set them boundaries, and I said this before, like, watch. I said this last week, watch how people respond when you set boundaries. Yeah. Especially if they used to you joking all the time so folks think they can come at you any kind of way because exactly. you well, I'm bigger the funny personality. Girl, so they yes. feel like. They can, you know, always crack a joke. But ironically, if I'm not on that stage, I'm not working, I'm not serious, but don't play with me because I'm not going to play with you. I'm not. I'm not going to disrespect you. But the thing is, though, the way that I communicate or just my energy and my aura is always upbeat. It's cautiously optimistic. So people never get a bad vibe or those are never my intentions. But I realize that in some people's storyline, I am the bad guy. Probably mm. the coolest villain you'll ever meet, but hey. But you so know what? It. That's one of them things we learned, too. Everybody is going to be the bad guy. You gonna you the villain in somebody's story. Somebody's story. And they, you got to be. And sometimes you the villain because you set boundaries. You, you, yeah. you put some, like, hey, some limits on some shit. Folks will turn you into the demon real quick. Yeah, and we're going to be on demon time then, bitch, because what's <laughs> up? Like, I said what I said. Mm -hmm. Right. That's no. real. That's dead ass. If and you I've... playing on my top, then how I'm supposed to respond? Because if you continue to push me over and then I'm just a tumbleweed in your life, then Ooh, what? Oh, not the tumbleweed. Yeah. If you keep pushing me over and I'm just rolling with the shit, fuck no. Bye. Mm -mm. I'm here for that. I'm I'm definitely here for that. And again, that's the thing about being that funny friend. The funny friend, that's a it's a hard, it's hard. place because people, first of all, they want you around. Because they need you they to entertain. They want your energy. Yeah, they need your energy. They want your energy. That's why I'm definitely usually, like, tastefully tardy. Even when I try to be on time, I'm still late. 
I'm still late. And then when I'm like, you know what? Like, I have a, I guess it's an event later today, 420, right? Woo. Mm, mm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, let's say it started 730. I get there about nine. Yeah, the party started. Everybody's vibing. I'm going to come in and catch the wave. I don't want to be the one to create the way. Ooh, ooh! I love that you just said that. No, you. I just had a moment. I just had a moment. I just had a moment. You don't want to be there first because you don't want to create the wave. Because that's the thing. People will want you to be there. They know there ain't gonna be no wave without you. Yeah, yeah. Ain't that crazy? And I'm not. And I'm not here to be the lifeguard either. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not doing none of that. Like no, I'll come. Like my. This is a really good friend of mine, and he was like, "Yeah, I've been telling everybody about you." So I'm like. What have you been telling them? Like, I mean, typically what people, you know, you told, I live up to it sometimes superseded. They expect you but to perform. But the thing is, yeah, and it's like, I'm just here to have a good time. I'm trying to be a fly on the wall. But that's hard for me. I can't, Like, I can't. It's like, I can't do it. Like, I feed off of people. So I am the life of the party. But I never want to come to the party with that expectation. If I vibe and, you know, I catch the wave, that's cool. But whatever wave y'all on, that may not be my wave. Because you know what folks will do? The minute you walk in, it's like, hey, look who here. Girl, come here. And it's almost like, grab a seat, y'all. Yeah, and Say I'm like. something funny. <laughs> How you doing? Like, I, to- I thought you was funny. What you want me to do? Shucking job for you real quick? Get the fuck <laughs> on with that. That's just like um, when people find out I'm a comedian. Tell me a joke. Knock, knock. No, you come to a show. Like, that's. In our engagement, have you not been entertained? Okay, well, that's all the proof you need. Or how about if you really want me to come entertain, write a check? That You want uh, my booking information? You want booking info? What's your budget? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's so, be like, oh, well, you know, uh, I just feel like, you okay, know. Okay, uh, well, come to a show then. The cover's usually about $20. It ain't bad. Go on, come to a show. Support black business. Mm-hmm. Record so, and share the show. You know, tell a friend. Follow me. Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell your friends to pull up. Pull up, pull up on me, skirt, skirt. So, how nervous were you? Like, I'm at the this yes. Mm, it was a new space. Um, so okay. like on a one to ten, and it's a little more. I would say it was like a a restaurant kind of upscale, upper echelon kind of you know, classy black people kind of situation. They was with, like, the, with they top hands. On, you know, fancy black people. They put oil on their Achilles heels Baby. and stuff, you know? So I was like, okay, okay, this is cute. And, I mean, I'm never 100% nervous because what they gonna do, throw a tomato? Right. They might. They might. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do that anymore. I think we're having a shortage on food or something. No, nah, you know, they got them lamb chops, though, but they ain't throwing them hoes. They are not. That's a good 25. Look, oh, I ain't, I've had one lamb tail. I got a bowl. I will catch that bitch. <laughs> but, yeah, no, they not throwing stuff. So, I mean, I feel as far as nervous goes, never really nervous, kind of antsy because I'm like, I don't want to get up here and I'm not giving the right vibe. But I've learned to just, you know, bottle it. And shake that bitch up, and when it's time to go on stage, open it up and seal it. Like, it's cool. So I'm I'm never really nervous, more so like excited or antsy. And it's like, oh, this is a new stage. Oh, you gonna use all your old stuff? Mix it up. Try like two new ones. The ones you did in the car, yeah. Try them. Try <laughs> you them first. The ones you did in the car, yeah, you sit up and write your shit. Mm, not necessarily. I will okay. keep. Jo- I will keep like a jot, like a notepad of what I want to do. My like, you know, s- 
list of what I'm doing, but I kind of like more of an improv situation. I never wanted to be rehearsed feeling like, is she up here reading the script? This bitch is reading the script. Like, I never want that to be the vibe. Right. So it may be the same joke, and I deliver it a different way. But it's the same story. It's not going to change because it's the truth. But how did I deliver it this time? So it really depends on the crowd. Like, I might not call him a motherfucker. I might call him, you know, a joker, depending on the crowd. They might be old. They might not want to hear motherfucker. Right. And I was going to ask, like, what got you into comedy? My life. It's a whole joke. <laughs> My whole life is a joke. <laughs> It's my whole life. Um, like, for the longest, like, just my coworkers and just people at church, they would always say, you're so funny, Debbie. Oh, my God, you're so funny. I was like, y'all gassing me. I ain't funny. Yeah. But they were like, you should really try it. You should really try it. So I just, you know, gave it a shot at, like, a karaoke kind of thing one night. And it went up from there. Like, the people were receptive. And I was like a deer in headlights when I first, the first time I ever did comedy, I'll never forget I was at like a bar and it wasn't like a stage or a platform or any separation. Kind of similar to how we were at the bistro. Yeah. But it was on a smaller scale. And it was like the DJ was at like a tall table and it was like a microphone. That was it. And when I tell you I started and my friends, we were like about as close as we are now. And everybody turned their phones on. It was a million lights in my face. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, what's my name? Lights, camera, action for real. I'm talking about, I was, it was, it was surreal. Like, whoa. And it took me off guard. Um, it didn't scare me, but it was definitely like adrenaline. Like, oh, these cameras in my face. They want to hear me say something. Right. And it was just like, it was up from there. But there's definitely a lot more structure to it than it seems. And not having that structure or the, I guess, public speaking aspect of it. It's easy to get nervous or to fumble or to be like, how long I been up here? It's only been two minutes. And it's like, it's crazy because you definitely have to tell a story. You got to paint a picture and you got to do it in a short amount of time. And people don't have a long attention span. At all. At all. I hate when I go to shows and like people, the performers get up and people won't shut up. I'm that person that I will like look to my left and I be mean mugging the hell out of people because it's hella disrespectful, y'all. Like it takes a lot to get up in front of crowds, so yep. you can shut up for five minutes. That I mean, you if they're doing the whole introduce, you know you came for somebody to talk. <clears throat> right. Get them the mic. Respect the mic. Like no, nah, some folks them. come for selfies and for a vibe and to say yeah. it was there. But and you know, stay and home though. Dad, you can go on the patio with that. There's always a patio, a patio, a smoke room, a, a sidewalk. It's somewhere for you to go take your pictures. But don't don't disrespect me in my work. I'm sensitive about my work. Artists, and I'm sensitive about my shit. That. Appreciate she said the easy was not playing. So where is your, what do you got lined up next? Like, where can people find you that are local? Um, Local, you definitely can find me in Dallas in these streets. <laughs> Um, I'm different, <laughs> but no, um, I frequent a lot of open mics, um, in like the deep Elm area, um, Richardson, like just all over the Metroplex, um, people leaving rooms. I'm not anti-show. I have done comedy shows with some, some really good artists and we've done like birthday parties in somebody leaving room. They wanted to have a comedy club. So Bet. we came and we made her family laugh. It was great. We had a good time. That's and there was a smoke room in the back. There's always a smoke room somewhere. Look, is there like a pre-record? Like with you, hold on. If I'm coming to y'all crib, 
give me smoke. Oh, I'm going to always provide the party. I just need to be able to step out to go do it or on my way. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want, we don't smoke here. Oh, that's cool. I'm cool. I'm going to step out, take about 24 steps to the left. Mind my business. <laughs> but, um, but no, but you definitely can find me like, um, local, I'm Dallas native. So Instagram for one is always going to be a great place to find me. Don't um, it's going to be Deb, D E B B David echo Bravo, Bravo. The number two XS and the underscore. That's going to be my Instagram. I had to, um, rebuild cause I tried to invest my money mm. and then $300 did not turn into 3000. <laughs> and I lost my Instagram. So it's cool. But I'm, you know, I'm building myself back up and I love to see it because it's like it's organic and it's truly people that are supporting me and wanting to come to shows and book me for events and stuff like that. So it's really nice. Like, I appreciate it. And one of my cousins was telling me now, Debbie, you really going to see who's supporting you because, you know, you get lost in the numbers over the years because you've had this page forever and a day. Right. They just Where, know you from whatever chapter they came in. Day, on, church, yeah. high school. That's real. A road trip, you know. Right. Bookies. You never know where I'd have met these people. Right. Whereas now, it's with the purpose that I'm engaging and I'm interacting. And they're truly, you know, here for the journey to see me make it to the top. So, That's I love it. It's a good feeling. And we looking forward to hearing more of it. I'm going to tell you, like, when I came in and saw her set, y'all, I was like, okay, <laughs> bad. let's talk about this bullshit. So we're going to definitely see you again on here. Of course, because what you said, we're not going to let life life us. Honey, life be life, and we got to laugh. We laughing to keep from life in. That's, that's what we got. It's rough out here, and if you can laugh your way, if you can find humor in anything, you will be a-okay. Yeah, because definitely, I mean, what laughter is with soul food, and yes. we got to feed our soul because, like you said, it's 2022 and, you know, things aren't what we want them to be. Like, people are pretending to be something they're not. We're right. having to set boundaries and mm -hmm. protect and guard our hearts. Yes. We need to take a minute to laugh if we can. We got to. And, you know, we really have to sometimes laugh at ourselves because did I really just, you know, do that? Yeah. Like, how you going? You can't laugh. Before you laugh at everybody else, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah, what they say, you got to sweep your own porch before you can worry about somebody else. Hello. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with laughing that's... at that gravel. We all struggling. We but if you all admit, struggling. If you don't admit it, that's where you start to really struggle. You right. got to own it. Own that struggle. And Amen. Make, make it look good and make the most of it. Right. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you. And um, again, y'all, so I want to thank y'all for tuning in today. Be mindful. We're still in a pandemic. We're applicable because we all hard-headed and doing what we want to do. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Socially distance. And when you get a moment, please remember to clean out your dirty bag. Till next time. I love it. Well, darling, there's only one God.